This is Courageous Presenters, insights on eliminating anxiety, unforgettable presenting, and how speaking can help you stand out, generate income, and change the world. And now, here's your host, 10-year-plus comedic financial speaker, author, and executive speaking coach, Colin Ryan. I don't know what it is about public speaking, but it has an incredible ability to activate any insecurity, any anxiety, any sort of, as they call, stinking thinking, self-judgment, negative self-talk, expecting the best of yourself. Maybe I guess you put the word public in front of anything and it kind of has that effect. Maybe you you worry about being judged by other people. I don't say maybe, obviously you worry <laughs> about being judged. You worry about rejection. You worry about failure. You worry about seeming unintelligent or unworthy of your audience's attention. All of this is a lie. You are a unique and important contributor to the human race. Sometimes I like to say the fact that you are matter is proof that you do matter. You are here. You have something to offer. And we want to hear from you. And any message to the contrary is, is totally false and, and probably at the root of this anxiety. So one of the things that I explore with aspiring and, and working speakers is the way that anxiety can interrupt the experience of speaking. I mean, this is going to sound a little bit odd, but as the speaker, you are also the listener. You are an experiencer of what's happening. You are also in the room. And quite frankly, you get to enjoy it every bit as much as your audience. You deserve to enjoy the experience. And anxiety has a way of, of getting in, in front of that. It can mess you up in front of the presentation because you do way too much prep. You prep for hours. You, you get caught up in doomsday, worst case scenario thinking. What if I fail in front of people? What if my mind goes blank? What if I get asked a question I can't answer and I just crumble? I don't know if you ever saw the movie Amelie, but there's a one point where she just melts into a puddle on the floor. You worry about that happening. Maybe the puddle is flop sweat. <laughs> Maybe you you get really sweaty and stressed out visibly in front of people. And actually, that's one of the ways that anxiety manifests itself is it shows up in your body. Sometimes it's it's internal. It's a tightness in your chest. It's a, a, a pounding of your heart. It's shaking hands. And sometimes it's actually external. People get blotchy skin. They turn red. They sweat. I'll just share something personal. I don't know why this is. I no longer get nervous. And that's not, you know, necessarily the goal for everyone. And frankly, I've spoken over a thousand times. So it was sort of inevitable that I would get to this point. That is not to say that I don't get anxious that I could do the best job possible. It's also not to say that my body doesn't react. So anytime I give a speech, this is very personal. I apologize. It affects my stomach. Uh, I go to the bathroom more often <laughs> on those days than other days. And also I get sweaty armpits. And I hear this from a lot of people. Even when they're doing a virtual workshop or something, they're really enjoying themselves. They'll come out of there and be like, oh my gosh, I just totally pitted myself out. And it's just because your body is on some unconscious or conscious level is like, it's game day. I need to bring you know, the highest level of myself. And, and there's a lot of adrenaline that comes from speaking. When you get public speaking anxiety, the thing I really want to invite you to figure out is what's creating that anxiety and how can you stop your racing mind? 
our thoughts create our emotions and our emotions drive our behaviors. So let's go all the way to the root and let's look at the thought. What is the thought that you have that generates that anxiety? I'll give you, I've given you a couple examples already. What if I fail? What if my mind goes blank? What if I get a question I can't answer? Here's another one. What if there are people in the audience who intimidate you? I'll give you a personal example. I did a speech the other day um, for a new mastermind that I'm in. And these are, you know, a lot of six-figure uh, entrepreneurs. These are people who've built and sold businesses. These are people who have books and platforms. And, you know, they're, they're all just people. But it's a newer mastermind. And I definitely am having some of those new kid at school feelings. Probably everyone else is too. And so there's this need to sort of prove my value. That right there is a recipe for anxiety. You don't need to prove your value. You already have value. You don't need to prove your worth. You're already worthy. You're doing all this work to prove something that you can't technically prove because it already exists. So this is something for you to, to maybe keep in mind is, are there people in your audience who scare you? Oh my gosh, what are they going to think? Because the reality is they're just people, no matter how influential, successful, remarkable they may seem. At the beginning of every day, they wake up, they face their day, they have fears, hopes, aspirations, dreams, frustrations. They have people that they live with. They have pets or kids who fill them with love and also drive them crazy. They also have days where they go to the bathroom a lot. <laughs> they also have days when they uh, pit out their shirts, right? These, they're just people. We're all just people. Very profound, I know. <laughs> but all of this is important to controlling your racing mind. And so when I did this talk, I was really intimidated. And I just want you to know that as someone who's done this over 10 years, that I still have times when my mind just betrays me. So here's what I would recommend if you experience that. Prepare your presentation and then find the point where you start to feel like, oh, I'm over-preparing now. I'm perfectionizing. Doom-based preparation is happening. <laughs> if I don't switch the order of slides, people aren't going to follow and they're going to hate me. You know, these kind of irrational thoughts. When you find that point where you're overworking, I'd like to invite you to stop preparing. Because whatever preparation you do from that point on is going to be unnecessary work. And here's why. You're going to feel nervous or anxious right up until your presentation starts. That's totally natural. The first 30 to 90 seconds of your presentation, you're going to feel really nervous and awkward and false and like, what am I doing? Okay, fine. Trust that after that amount of time, you settle in, you get excited about your content, you feel a sense of trust and engagement from the people listening, and you just go forward. You've experienced this, right? The third aspect of this anxiety is if you believe so strongly that you're not going to do well, sometimes by the end, you will still feel that way. And then people are almost trying to reassure you like, no, I really got a lot out of that. And you're like, well, I'm not a speaker. I'm not a presenter, this kind of thing. I got news for you. If you present, you're a presenter. If you speak, you're a speaker. Let's not put that on some pedestal that it doesn't deserve. You're just a communicator we're all communicating. So congratulations, you're already a presenter. You're already a speaker. Start to uh, allow yourself to be that. Those are ways that anxiety can interrupt your joy. And I don't want you to experience this. A couple of ways that you can calm your racing mind. Number one would be if there are impressive people in that audience, maybe a mantra, 
Like this is not a scary group. And every time you have that fear, you tell yourself, this is not a scary group. Number two, uh, this is a lesson I learned from yoga. Remove your thoughts. Remove your thoughts by focusing on your breath. When you find yourself in a, a, a tizzy, <laughs> that's not a word I use very much. When you find yourself sort of, uh, another word I don't use, verklempt, <laughs> stressed out, overwhelmed, panicky even, what I would encourage you to do is just take a long breath in and out and even say the words in and out Maybe do like three or four of those. Actually, please do three or four because one's not going to cut it. You'll feel that oxygen start to fill your body and it'll start to settle your nerves and it'll bring you back to the present moment because in the present moment, you're not in danger. You can't be harmed. And although there is this fear of losing status, the reality is you're not going to lose status because your audience has such a low bar for what you have to offer compared to the bar that you set for yourself. That's my invitation to you is to accept that public speaking anxiety is normal. It happens to all of us, including people who've spoken for years. It's totally normal. And on top of that, there are simple ways that you can calm your racing mind. You can provide a response to that thought that creates insecurity you can, um, oh, look at that. My mind went blank. I'm allowed to have my mind go blank. That's another thing you can do is practice total self-acceptance when you present. And somewhere in another room, I heard my phone buzzing and it distracted me. And that's okay. You don't mind. I don't really mind. We just move forward. We just recover and go on. And remind yourself that the bar that your audience has from you is basically just, I want to get something I can use from this. That's it. Not, I hope every word is incredible. Every statement is compelling. Every quote is, you know, perfectly structured and unforgettable. That's what we want to do because we want to be great at speaking, but that's not what people expect of us. That's, that's our own playground as opposed to, you know, what they are demanding. They're not demanding that. They just want to know how to use something that you teach them in their life. I'll share one more thing that I, I've learned and. I've mentioned this before, but I'm not a naturally confident person. I'm not a person who doesn't struggle from self-doubt. In fact, I struggle with a lot of self-doubt. And one of the things that I had to teach myself in order to be a speaker for this long is that my job is simply this, to be as kind to myself as I can, as long as I possibly can. And I, I want you to know that you can do this even with an activity like standing in front of strangers and sharing your thoughts and having them look at you and listen to you and any insecurity that comes up with that, you can go through this. And one of the best ways to do that is to be kind to yourself as much as you can. 